0: I think for students who are looking at what their future looks like, and do I go spend four plus years getting a college degree and then try to find a job while I'm carrying maybe 75 grand of, of student loan debt, et cetera? Or do I go take on an apprenticeship or take on an entry-level role at a firm that does electrical or plumbing or construction? and you know, a few years into it, by the time that other student's graduating college, this student will have four years of work experience. They'll be making a really solid income in a very high demand field.
1: Welcome to Foundries Inside the Trades, where we tell the stories of community and business leaders that want to make the skilled trades a talent destination for the next generation. We're your co hosts, Matt Kinsigli and Derek Cameron. And on today's show, we're live on site in Atlanta, Georgia, at the Skills USA National Leadership and Skills Conference, and we have with us Tony Bakos, the Chief Digital Officer of Front Door. But prior to this role, Tony has 25 years of experience in the advanced technology field at companies like Nike, Symantec, and most recently at Amazon, working on their Alexa AI system. Listen in as Tony is going to tell us how the skilled trades are actually evolving into an advanced technology field and how he thinks there's going to be a new influx of tech savvy roles growing in this arena over the next five to 10 years. Hey there folks, this is Matt Sigley from Foundries Inside the Trades, where we tell the stories of community and business leaders that are working to close the skills gap in America today by inspiring the next generation of talent to get involved in the field. We're so excited to be on site right now in Atlanta, Georgia. We're at Skills USA's National Leadership and Skills Conference, where there are over 6,500 students from all across the country competing to show off their skills in competitive programs from masonry to manufacturing, auto repair You name it, they are here showing us what they can do. And I'm also excited to have with us Tony Bacos, the Chief Digital officer from front door. Welcome, Tony. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Great. It's great to have you. Yeah. So let's get right into it. Tell us a little bit about Front Door and how you guys are supporting the conference this year.
0: Yeah. So Front Door is a uh, company that is really in business to take the hassle out of home ownership. And what that really means for us is we uh, work with contractors across the country. We have a network of 17,000 contracting companies that have skilled trades technicians, HVAC, electrical, plumbing, appliance, uh, et cetera. Uh, And there's about 62,000 individual technicians that are part of that network. And we sell home warranty plans, home service plans to homeowners across the country uh, that really help them with income protection, help them with convenience when something breaks or they need maintenance or upkeep. Uh, That's what we're in uh, in business to do. And we're here at the conference because, like you, we see this gap coming in the workforce of trained, skilled tradespeople uh, moving into these careers over time, and we want to do everything we can to encourage young people and to help educate and, you know, remind folks or or just tell folks that there is this big gap coming. There's yeah. really some great careers available ahead of these students, and uh, you know, college is not the only option. It's a great option for those who choose it, but there are many other great ways to earn a. Uh, you know a nice living doing you know valuable work that is uh that's in in demand and is only going to become more in demand over time Yeah, so.
1: i totally agree if, now know. now tony what do you think is driving some of the gap in the skilled trades right now the talent gap
0: yeah I, you know i think some of it is it, um unfortunately it's of our own making as a, as a country we have been beating the drum for you know, 30 plus years that college prep is really the main path that we uh, invest in education with our high school students. And we really push students toward those more white collar type jobs. And, you know, you see the average age of a tradesperson in the industry is 55 years old. There's going to be 3 million jobs vacant by 2028 in these fields because a lot of students have been told for many, many years in this country that going to college really is plan A, maybe the military is plan B, and then sort of plan C is figure it out on your own. Right. And a lot of students have figured it out, but not enough. And so we wanna get more active and more engaged in helping to raise awareness and helping to sort of encourage and motivate students. And also to show students that these industries are evolving. They are becoming more technologically sophisticated as well. We're using more digital tools, augmented reality, artificial intelligence, video conferencing, a lot of things that you may not have traditionally thought of as being sort of part of the toolkit of being a plumber or an electrician. It's becoming more and more important. And, and, you know, our company is really trying to drive that digital transformation of our company and of the industry and of these jobs and trades. To that point, so you're the chief digital officer for Front Door. Mm -hmm. This is a new role. You're the very first chief digital officer.
1: Yeah. Front door, you know, compared to some other companies that are supporting the trades, are they ahead of the curve in terms of creating a role like this, or is this really a common trend that you're seeing everywhere right now?
0: I don't pay uh, super close attention to what other companies are doing, so it's hard for me to know whether we're exactly ahead of the curve or not. I know that this industry as a whole has not been as on the cutting edge of technology as several other industries. And you think about other things that are common to the American experience, whether it's shopping you know what amazon has done for shopping and you know i spent almost 10 years at amazon so i know that business uh, quite well you think of what companies like uber and lyft have done to you know transportation being able to get a ride from a to b or what netflix has done for getting entertainment into your home no one has yet really done that in home services and taking care of your home it's really a you know a hodgepodge of different solutions and most people when something breaks in their house, they start by going to Google and saying, you know, plumber near me. And, you know, we really are investing in transforming that experience, making it a lot easier. We want taking care of your home to be as easy as, yeah. you know,
1: calling an Uber. So, yeah. And those companies you named, I mean, they're so popular with young people today mm-hmm. who are looking for their first jobs out of, out of school. Yeah. There's just so much of the cultural push, the cultural excitement around tech companies, yeah. Silicon Valley companies. Yeah. You come from that area. Yeah. For a young kid today, let's tell them how important is technology in, in the trades? It's no more of just you go to the job site and you're swinging a hammer, right? right? Or you're working the drill. There's a ton of technology that now goes into, into this role. Yeah. What are some of the biggest tech trends that you see
0: happening right now? One of the trends is in helping to make the entire process of building or maintaining or repairing something more efficient. And so you think about today, I'll go back to the analogy of, you know, you wake up and your dishwasher is leaking. And what do you do? A lot of people today, they, you know, first off, hopefully they figure out how to turn the water off to their dishwasher so it's not making a mess. And then they will hop online and they'll try to find someone near them and they'll say, hey, my dishwasher is not working. I think it's a Maytag. I'm not sure. And, you know, give as much information as they're able to give over the telephone or over an app. And then oftentimes a technician will come out and really it's just fingers crossed that they have the right tools, the right equipment, the right manuals, the right capability to fix that problem on the first trip. And oftentimes they don't. They'll come out, they'll do the diagnosis, they'll say, well, I got to order a part or I need to go back and get, you know, someone else maybe in my company who works with this brand and I, I don't work with, you know, that kind of thing. So one of the areas that technology is being used for and that we're investing in is building remote diagnosis capability. So we bought a company a few years ago called Stream, S-T-R-E-E-M. And their primary product offering or experience offering today is video conferencing between a skilled expert and someone in the field uh, or someone, a technician of some kind. And for home services, we're deploying that technology to help diagnose the problem in a homeowner's house prior to having to roll a truck out to their, to their door. Saves fuel, saves time, saves money. And over time, that technology is going to, going to advance beyond a video conference to more of a augmented reality, artificial intelligence where you can point your phone at the problem and the software and the, and the data that we have collected over the years can help point out what that problem is without another human being on the other end of it, yeah. so that you can effectively point your phone, record a little video, maybe a little audio, press send, watch a little spinner for a second, and get back what the actual problem is along with a list of ways to get that problem resolved. So that that whole experience and the evolution of that, it's going to take us a little while to get there, just like you know, self-driving cars take a little while to get there. Everyone can kind of imagine that future, but it's a... It's not an easy path to uh, realize that that future. We're investing in that same kind of capability for remote diagnosis of, you know, common household problems, you know, household systems from HVAC to appliances to electrical or plumbing.
1: And I saw looking into Stream a little bit that they're not just working on remote diagnosis. I, I saw they're starting a partnership with Lowe's yeah. where you can like 3D render room in your house if you're looking to a remodel or something and you can see the room before anything even gets architected or built
0: yeah i mean if you if you go on on lowe's today there's a feature that allows you if you're looking at purchasing flooring to take the stream feature that's embedded within the lowe's app and to walk through an experience where you're basically mapping out the room of your floor and it's helping you to both visualize but also measure to tell you exactly how many square feet of a given, you know, carpet or uh, other kind of flooring you're looking for. And so that stream technology is is being used in a lot of different creative ways, including with companies like Traeger and, you know, Lowe's and Best Buy today. Yeah. So. so, Tony, knowing that that
1: type of technology is prevalent and growing in in the trades, which I think is a misperception for a lot of people. Yeah. For a young kid today in high school, thinking about what they want to do next with their career, and they could consider... Big tech versus a stream or a front door, or something like that, where do you think they should go work when they grow up and why
0: <laughs> you know I think people you know kids should follow what they're passionate about historically, I think there are a lot of kids who are really interested in sort of blue collar trades, but their the message that they've been hearing from their schools, their teachers, sometimes their parents is go to college, go to college, go to college you know i'm college grad. Like I, I think that's a great experience, but it isn't for everybody. And it's right. certainly not the only path. And I think for students who are looking at what their future looks like, and do I go spend four plus years getting a college degree, and then try to find a job while I'm carrying maybe 75 grand of, of student loan debt, etc. Or do I go take on an apprenticeship or take on an entry level role at a firm that does electrical or plumbing or construction? And you know a few years into it, by the time that other student's graduating college, this student will have four years of work experience they'll be making a really solid income in a very high demand field uh, over time they'll be working with their hands they'll be you know all of that and and I think the the misperception is that it is pure low tech and and mm-hmm. what we're doing is essentially bridging the gap between those tech companies and those more traditional trade based skills and, and needs and you know, I think you know, Front Door today is a home services company that leverages technology mostly on the back end to try to help run our business. Over time, we're going to become uh, and transform more and more into this digital first company that is in many ways looks like a technology company. But we have a very focused vision on helping take the hassle out of home ownership. Yeah, I think it's so important for people to realize that as more time goes on,
1: we we hear this trend of the smart home all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. And... Front doors is turning into a technology company. Our homes are gonna turn into technology hubs. Yeah. And so the skill sets for tradespeople to be able to service that, it's continuously evolving, it's becoming more and more complex. And it's really important yep. to broaden that skill set. But it also creates opportunity for people to say, if I wasn't traditionally interested in a blue collar role or, you know, building a house or working with my hands, it's not necessarily just about working with your hands yeah. anymore to find yeah. success in that area.
0: Yeah, and you know, I think that there will be a over time a new job category that is that that grows, and you know, the beginnings of it are in place already today within front door of these technically savvy employees, these technically savvy people who are helping to make the process of repair and maintenance more efficient. And so, some of that is with smart appliances, but some of it is just good old fashioned like helping, as I talked about, this remote diagnosis, helping get the right technician on-site when they're needed, sometimes avoiding that, sending that technician at all if, if you discover that the problem that a customer may be having is a simple one that they can, you know, take care of on their own um, and you know saving everybody some time and money. And so there's gonna be this class of jobs that are not necessarily the traditional on-site blue-collar technician, you know, the plumber under the sink, but may work for a plumbing company, but be helping with the technology, helping with the sort of digital solution. To um, make that repair experience much more efficient, and a lot of the systems in homes themselves are going to get smarter over time. Just like you know, a lot of people have a smart doorbell today, or they may have dabbled with you know uh, smart plugs or outlets in their house to control timing or security, et cetera. You know, those systems today, it's still really complicated to set uh, set those up and run them. You know, I worked for the uh, Alexa organization at Amazon for a mm-hmm. few years, and and so I got relatively deep into that, and even for me, with a lot of my, you know, education and training and and experience, it's still overly complicated to try to connect everything and get it all working the way that you want it to get working. And over time, I think there, there's an opportunity to simplify that experience for homeowners and make people not not need to, you know, read uh, a bunch of manuals, go watch YouTube videos, troubleshoot stuff. Today, you got to be pretty dedicated if you want to you know, create a smart home experience where all of it sort of works together as seamlessly as, you know, the the vision is. So yeah. you know, I think there are a lot of career opportunities for people, whether they're whether they want to be a software engineer or whether they want to, you know, take on one of these new sort of hybrid roles that I've described. There are a lot of paths that that students can take that are, you know, jobs that didn't exist ten years ago.
1: So Tony, one more question for you. For any parents listening or teachers or school administrators that have a kid whether it's their own or somewhere in their school who is trying to figure out what to do next they're just not certain maybe they want to go to college but they're nervous about the cost and they just feel a little bit lost what advice do you have for that adult to try to help a kid right now
0: (laughs) figure to figure out their best path that's a great question um I think part of it is remove a little bit of the pressure and the stress you know that that uh, students feel when they are at that point maybe a senior in high school and every time they meet an adult, the first question out of their mouth is where are you going to school? what are you going to do after yeah. graduation? It's almost this illusion that everybody has their their life mapped out for them and the reality is uh, we can pretend that's true, but most of the time it's far from the case I my own experience I I didn't know what I wanted to do when I uh, finished high school. Um, I did. I was fortunate enough to get some scholarships and be able to afford to go to college. and And I changed my major a couple of times. And even when I graduated, I still wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I knew what kinds of things I enjoyed and what I was good at. I wasn't quite sure how to make a living at that. And so it took me a little while to figure it out. And so, you know, for me, uh, if I'm talking to a you know a young student who's in that that position and they're trying to decide. You know what's their next path i think i think college is a great option for students who can afford it and who enjoy school enjoy that experience and and who are you know think they may want to go into a career that requires that college education but i also think you know part of the advice is is opening up a broader aperture of opportunities yeah. to the student and helping to educate them that you know you certainly have something like the military the armed forces as an option which is great path for students that are you know, inclined and interested. It can also be a great way to pay for college if you want to do that. You've got uh, college as as certainly an option. And you also have these trades that are a shorter path to get into earning, basically. And also, you know, with these aging workforce, with the huge uh, shortage of skilled tradespeople coming, you know, this wave is coming at us where we're going to have these 3 million job vacancies in these trades by 2028. Like, now's the time to get in. Well, that's, that, a, that's simple all supply and demand, yeah. If, yeah, if, if yeah exactly. If you're the only
1: one around willing to do the job. Yeah, and so, you, you know, because of that, just
0: basic economics, the wages for these jobs are very likely going to increase over time. They're not going to decrease the way that they have in some other uh, areas. And I think the opportunity for a 18, 19, 20-year-old today to get in and bring all of their own digital skill set that they've acquired just by living in the time that they have bring that to the trade and be the the millennial on the staff of, uh, of boomers. Right. Uh, you know, I think yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a huge opportunity for students. And so to me, I think as an adult trying to give advice to students in that situation, remove the pressure, help the student understand that, Hey, it's okay that you don't have it all figured out right now. Most people don't, and then paint a broader picture of what the opportunities actually look like. And, you know, encourage the student to, you know, follow their passion. Yeah. Uh, and, and the rest will, will come.
1: Yeah, I mean, it took me 20 years to figure out what I wanted to do. And I feel like I'm only just starting to discover that now. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's a real, you don't have to have it all figured out by 17. And I think you're right. Sometimes it just comes down to information of knowing that's uh-huh. out there and figuring what your options are. And you always have time to switch. Trust me. Yeah. You always have
0: time to switch later on. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I I, uh, like I mentioned, when I finished my undergraduate degree, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I went and I was a substitute teacher for a while. I I thought I wanted to be a psychologist. So I actually started grad school in that and did that for a bit and. And eventually realized, like, I wanted to do something a little bit more creative, but also technical. And, and, and so I got into software engineering. And, you know, that for me, once I sort of landed in that career, I realized, yeah, this is a good fit for what I enjoy, for what's needed, and for what, you know, I can make a decent living at as yeah. well. And so it, it took me a while to figure that out. And, and I think that's okay. That's just part of, part of the journey, really. Absolutely. Um, so. Well, Tony, thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. Tony
1: Bacos, Chief Digital Officer of Front Door. What's uh What's next for your day? Um,
0: I, I've got a couple more sessions uh, where we're helping to sort of kick off the uh, orientation sessions for students who are here at Skills USA and um, really excited and very tons of energy around. You know, a bunch of, eighteen, seventeen, nineteen year olds um, who are here to compete and uh, have fun and meet new people. So I've got a couple more of those today, and uh, and then we'll sort of see what comes from yeah. there.
1: So well, we look forward
0: to seeing those contests as well. And-
1: We'll be sure to bring them to the channel so everyone can check it out. Lots more to come here from the USA conference in Atlanta, Georgia. Tony, thanks so much. All right. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you All soon. All right. Cheers.
2: So, Matt, were you expecting technology to be driving the trades as much as they're going to be from when you started the conversation to what Tony was saying they're going to be very shortly?
1: So, yes and no. I, I mean, I knew that He was going to say that there's been an influx of technology here because you see that in every industry, right? And we knew that there's this trend of the smart home and there's just going to be newer and better gadgets that surround us in our homes every day. But the real takeaway for me, I was not expecting him to say, I mean, if you all heard it, Tony is talking about a new class of job that doesn't exist today that will be there in five or 10 years. This like hybrid middle ground of an individual who knows how to speak tech and trade and is like the translator living in the middle. He's right that that role doesn't exist. And I think that could be a total game changer when we're talking about closing the talent gap in the skilled trades, because let's be honest, people gravitate towards tech. This could be a bridge to really doing wonders for this
2: field. Yeah, I mean, especially as technology is something that everybody's driving their kids towards these days because it's ubiquitous. And it's something where everyone thinks that you're going to be making a ton of money on. What I found was really impressive when he was talking about Stream and how they're actually using cell phone technology to be able to do troubleshooting on call centers for appliances and having people there that actually have the understanding of that technology, having the technicians that have to know that and also need to be able to do the job too when they're on site. I mean, these are things that... They're available right now, and they're incredibly lucrative. And that's something I really want them to get the word out about. And hopefully just through this conversation and through this episode, people start learning about that more quickly. But yeah, I mean, the future is here, and technology is very much a driver in the skilled trades.
1: Yeah, it's very cool that stuff that you used to only see on TV or in the movies do feel like they're now here in front of us, and we're going to have it in in our real lives and, and in our homes. So that's very exciting to see. And again, I think it's gonna be a real talent magnet. It's gonna become a talent destination for a a lot of young kids today. So that's great. That was Tony, again, Chief Digital Officer from Front Door talking about some very cool things happening on the technology front. And that wraps this installment of Inside the Trade. So stick around for our next one. We have a lot more coming from this on-site session that we're having in Atlanta, a lot more interviews to come. And we'll talk to you all soon.
2: All right, take care, everybody.